This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. I love coming back to the Crownsville Hospital, although it's a little bit creepy, but we are here with Leah Pally, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Anne Arundel County Food Bank again. How are you? I'm great, John. How are you? Awesome. You know, we've been here before. We've, um, you know, we've talked, we've worked together and everything else. And I thought it was a good time because I know that you've got a big, huge event coming up, but we want to hit base on that. But we want to get an update on the food bank and the need, because the last time we talked, you said, you know, this need is not going away. Uh, you know, yay, COVID is over, but people were still food insecure, you know, needing food and your costs were going up and everything else. And we wanted to touch base and find out where where we are now. Uh, again, thanks. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for helping us to raise awareness around the issue of food insecurity here in Anne Arundel County, which you are correct, is not going away. And quite honestly, we are anticipating as we receive the numbers from the last month um, of, of services, distributions to our community members, that the need will, will jump the number of service points. And that has a lot to do with the end of the SNAP benefits, a supplemental nutrition assistance program, otherwise known as food stamps, the end of that expanded benefit. So all people who qualified for SNAP benefits during the public emergency were eligible for the maximum benefit. And that was like, that. that's affecting people like to, I, th I thought I read somewhere it was like $200 a month or something. Does that sound about right? Yeah. So I think the Average uh, impact and decrease, you know, across everyone, um, and I don't know if this was national or just here in Maryland, was roughly $89. But for example, your senior who was on a fixed income and qualified um, maybe for some benefit during the pandemic was receiving somewhere over the $200 mark. And now that that, that expansion has ended, they've gone back to, let's say, if they're eligible only for the minimum, that's $30. Oh, my word. And if anybody has been to the grocery store lately, understands, realizes that that's going to be a, a difficult a difficult bill to pay. Yeah, yes. In fact, um, so we collect data from our partner pantries on a monthly basis, and we also receive stories. And I was reading through stories that were collected from the month of February and um, the month of March, which March being the first month really where this, this did take effect. And uh, there were stories that had been included from people who said, my benefits dropped to $20. Like, I, 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 I can't do this. And I'm really grateful that this pantry exists because quite honestly, I don't know where else I would have turned. Well, one of the things that is, and I don't say it amazes me, it shouldn't surprise anybody, is how close many people are to being food insecure or, you know, having to need the services of the Anne Arundel County Food Bank or one of the pantries that, that you do work with. And, you know, I, there's a story I know way back when, when there was a guy that looked, you know, on the surface looked very wealthy and well-to-do but was taking advantage of it because he had lost his job and it was a, you know, in the process of getting, it was a temporary type of a thing. And, you know, there's such a valuable service that you guys provide here out of such a small little location with such a small tight crew for such a big county of, you know, almost 600,000 people. Yeah. Um, you know, we really over the years have, have, 
had to be creative. I think over the past few years with additional COVID relief dollars that have flowed in, um, access to other funding or in-kind donation opportunities have been able to do more with more. But as we're nearing the end of the COVID era relief dollars, at least for our organization, we're having to really think creatively about how we proceed and um, unfortunately, not necessarily scale back, but be really mindful about um, taking on any new partnership opportunities, whether we can take on new member agencies. And those aren't conversations we want to have as, as the need continues to increase. Well, I know that, you know, you've been, like I say, talk about your creativity. And I know recently uh, you were getting quarterly shipments from the Church of Latter-day Saints or something like that of meat. So you're you're right. We were receiving, we are receiving, actually came in just yesterday. And it's it's actually on a monthly basis, um, which is, is a phenomenal gift, 24 pallets, which would take up basically an entire tractor trailer, 24 pallets um, of meat once a month for 11 months, which is the equivalent of about $600,000. Where do we hook up with the Church of Latter-day Saints? Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. What a phenomenal partner they have been. We're so grateful for the gifts that they have bestowed upon us in kind um, through their own uh, farm and factories that they have as a community. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So we've got a couple more months left of that. Oh, thank, thank, thank goodness. It was a perfect gift. Well, you guys do buy a lot of your food. And I mean, certainly I, I got to imagine that uh, you know, if, if I've got that wilting piece of meat in my refrigerator, that's something I'm not going to be bringing here to donate. I mean, I imagine the meat is really pretty critical because it's, it's timely. It needs to get out. It needs to get consumed fairly quickly. I mean, it doesn't have a, I guess you can freeze it for a, a while. Yeah, I, I mean, it, you're making a really good point, which is when people are donating food to us, uh, shelf-stable items, those non-perishable items are very easy uh, to, to transport. They don't require refrigeration. And, um, you know, you may want to donate a steak, but that's um, much less likely that you're going to do so. And so we do heavily rely on the dollars that we've received over the years and that we're advocating to receive for the next fiscal year so that we can make purchases of lean proteins, produce in particular, this this past year, we distributed 840,000 pounds of fresh produce. People are asking for it. Produce is expensive, and we want to give people nutritional items that, quite frankly, if you're on a fixed income and you're at the store, you're trying to stretch your dollar, and you're less likely to spend it on a healthy item that costs more when you can stretch your dollar on something that might be high in sodium, high in, in fat, high in sugar. So despite my college experience, man cannot live on frozen pizza and, 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 <laughs> Maybe. and Twizzlers alone. <laughs> Maybe, but but it's going to affect you down the road. And, and, uh, and honestly, that's what we're seeing. We are seeing these chronic health conditions that are uh, more frequently tied to individuals of low-income backgrounds from low-income communities. And so this is a food justice issue. We want to make sure that we are getting healthy nutrition rich items of course mixed with we all deserve a, a treat and and should make those choices but everyone should have access to affordable fresh healthy items true and i know that you guys have been very conscious of our growing uh latino population here in Anne Arundel county and i know that you're looking to establish more 
you know, cultural, culturally friendly. Does that make sense? I don't know yeah. what the word culturally is. Culturally friendly, culturally relevant food, food items, um, and, and collateral that we're distributing to making sure that's in Spanish. Um, I know you, you mentioned coming in that you saw our mobile pantry unit outside and, um, we have that, that writing in Spanish and in English on our mobile unit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you've mentioned that we've got the Church of Latter-day Saints. It's a, a huge benefactor here. And I know you guys don't work uh, just out of the kindness of your hearts and everything else. And you do rely on the community to support you guys. And that's, uh, you know, the folks that are donating to food drives, the folks that are coming out and volunteering, the, you know, there's plenty of ways to help there. But you've also got a couple of big corporate sponsors that are always standing behind you guys. Yeah, we we sure do. I mean, our our county, um, our county government, our um, local businesses, the individuals and families that come to volunteer, that host food drives, the community groups are absolutely phenomenal. We would not exist without them. Corporate partners in particular, especially in recent years, some of the partnerships with groups like M&T Bank, mm -hmm. um, who actually you'll see their logo on our mobile pantry, um, powered by the M&T Bank because they have committed a significant gift over the next five years, $100,000 to support our mobile pantry program. Oh my word. Absolutely huge. huge and necessary because it is going to take hundreds of thousands of dollars to ensure we have the food resources and the manpower and woman power to um, have that vehicle out in the community over the weeks and months and years ahead. True, true. And I, I know another one of your partners is live uh, casino hotel. And I always look forward to Thanksgiving time when they donate all the turkeys and it always amazes me. I said, well, I thought all the turkeys lived in the state house, this Calvert Center and City Hall, but no, they somewhere live up and live and they bring them down here to give everybody a, you know, that needs it. Yeah. You know, it was a special Thanksgiving. Live um, is another phenomenal partner who has been there for us year after year since they've come onto the scene just, what, 11 years ago now. I know they celebrated their 10th anniversary. Um, and in addition to just providing volunteer support, we actually have a member of their leadership team on our board of directors. We um, are partnering them with them again for our Feeding Hope event, and they will be one of our signature food sponsors at that event. And last year... Um, they really were the 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 flagship that uh, for that event. The um, I know you were there. The food was yeah. good. The prime rib. I mean, I, I was hoping to go back for seconds. Just ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I was back there for seconds. Trust me, it was. It, it was oh, okay. It was good. Well, you know, it's funny. I was talking to uh, Raymond Crosby the other uh, the other month or something like that, and we did mention that you know the support that they'd done, and I mean they sort of they jumped into the deep end and then they got out of the pool and then they jumped in it again and again and again to help you out over, over the last years. And I, it, that was one thing that he really hit home to me was that he was so proud that he was able to, you know, and, and he say he, but it was, you know, Crosby marketing and communications and their team and everybody else and he said, everybody was just so happy to do it. Um, which is really pretty amazing. It, it, it is a beautiful gift to be able to give. And um, Raymond Crosby and Crosby Marketing really have demonstrated to our community what it what it means to step up and to 
to help those in need. And their model of philanthropy and, and how they lead is really impressive. And, and actually, as we were considering who we wanted to honor at our, our Feeding Hope event, which is coming up on May 18th, uh, there, there were, in, in, uh, it was complete consensus amongst our staff that we wanted to honor Raymond Crosby and Crosby Marketing as our community partner of the year. Is that a secret? It's not, not a secret. It's not a secret anymore. No, it is. It is not. Um, you know, where we are putting, starting to put materials out about who we will be honoring, and there are a few others, individuals and groups. But he is our, and they are our community partner of. Well the year. done, good choice. Yes, good choice. absolutely. Well, let's talk one. about feeding hope. Okay, we've just come off of. Um, Nutrition month, nutrition and we month had a hunger action month. There's, there's always something wonderful going on. And coming up on May 18th at Homestead Gardens, uh, it was kind of a little bit of a sleeper event for a couple of years. But this is, this was one of the best events I attended last year. It's called Feeding Hope, and there's nothing bad that comes out of that. I mean, it was a beautiful night. The wonderful food. You had the drinks. You had wonderful entertainment. And we did so much good for the food bank. Yeah, it was a great it was a great inaugural event for us. Um, we had not until that time had a signature event, in part because we did not have fundraising function. Um, so this allowed us to think about when we when we brought on team members, what can we do to better engage with our community and to raise the profile of our organization. So we were pleased that you know the weather we ordered up for that event um, was was perfect. Um, the only thing I would change was the traffic. Um, okay. There are <laughs> a lot of people who didn't make it because of some accident, but we are um, you know working on that. We'll make sure that there are no accidents this year. Um, but five thirty to eight, it was, and it will be again. And it really was just a tremendous event. It was so positive. There was a lot of energy. We had a fun band there. We were able to honor some really amazing individuals and businesses, and um, the. Food Food was was top notch. Well, spectacular. I mean, you had about what seventeen different places that came in and and donated their food, um, which was absolutely wonderful. And and again, it's a, a couple hours, and the cost is seventy five dollars for a ticket, which uh, you're not going to be able to to go out and eat the quality of food even at dinner and stuff like that. And you're doing so much good for the food food bank, uh, time and time again there. And the the great thing is that you are earning earning. You're raising money. You're raising the funds that you need, especially as we come into the fall. And uh, it's going to be a little bit more of a difficult time as winter comes around, despite the fact that we didn't really have too much of a winter this year. But uh, next year, it's, you know, not going to be, may not be as lucky. And the need is just going to continue to grow. Yeah. Um, so the need, um, really, we have kept a really close eye on the number of individuals, we, we say points of service that um, take place every single month. And for the first eight months of the fiscal year that we have data for, uh, we are averaging just over 41,000 points of service. So that means 41,000 times people you know, maybe a duplicate, but people are getting food across our 80 member agencies. And that is higher than it was last year. I don't know the exact percentage. I could tell you at least for the first six months, it was up about um, 20% 
over where we were last year. So um, the need isn't dissipating, and that really has prompted us, as as the as I mentioned and hit home, and I'll say it again: the federal dollars are going away, and some of the access to in kind resources from partners like the Maryland Food Bank. Um, that it is you know imperative that our our staff, our board, are raising awareness that our we are hitting the pavement, that we're communicating with our elected officials about the need to secure resources because while we are getting individual dollars, uh, it is not enough to keep pace with the gap that we are foreseeing. Considering that we're such a wealthy county, uh, it's, you know, it, it's depressing. Uh, it's, it's sad that uh, so many of our neighbors and our friends are living in, in that type of a situation. And it somewhat puts it into perspective when you look at the wealth that we've gotten. I mean, Pamela, Dr. Brown's report is, you know, fantastic to be able to see the diversity, you know, from those that have and those that don't have. Um, and it makes you wonder what happens in, you know, other parts of the country that certainly don't have the wealth that we're here and what's, what's happening with people. And I mean, what you're doing here is, it's amazing work. It, it really is on the team. Now, how many is your team now? I mean, you've, you've got like, what, 40 Oh, I wish we did. Um, we are just under 20. So oh, we, yes, but we rely heavily on volunteers. Um, we have some some regular volunteers. We have people who come out every day and are on the sorting line. We have individuals that help to drive trucks with uh, along with our staff. Um, but we are just about 18. Wow. Okay. Well, if you want to get involved with this, you can volunteer here at aafoodbank.org. We'll give you the information. And donate. I mean, when you find a food drive, uh, you know, and don't take all the, the, the stuff that's been sitting in the pantry for it. This, this is my own pontification. Don't, you know, you know, they've got plenty of macaroni and cheese, crab macaroni and cheese, I'm sure. But, you know, why not pick up if, if you're able to, you know, pick up three or four things extra at the, at the grocery store. And, and run it up to, you know, a donation pointer over to Crownsville, to the hospital to donate it. Uh, it does go so, so far. If you can donate cash, I think that's probably a, you know, a good thing as well. Because as you said, you do buy a lot of the food that you have because, you know, if, if you're loaded up with Kraft macaroni and cheese, you know, you have to have something to go with that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're we're on track to spend about $1.6 million this year on food. Sounds like my grocery bill. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 and and I will tell you, the, the amount of food that we're getting with that money is clearly not going as far as, as it did last year or the year before, as we're all being hit with, with the impact of, of inflation. But I will just hit home that donating money um, really is, is our preferred method and I think it is easier for people to do because there aren't um, you know a million different drop-off locations and we're all really busy so just going online and making a donation really is is great but if you are um, passionate about donating food we also have wish lists on our website um, so you can go to Amazon our Amazon wish list oh, that's um, a great which idea. is linked on our website we have a target list and that's actually what we used when we did a recent push for for baby diapers and wipes formula and baby food is just we we loaded those lists up with those items. We shared that there was an there was a, a significant need at our food bank for those items, and people responded. And we are just so grateful for amazing supporters. Within a few weeks, we've raised uh, just over eight thousand dollars, and about the same amount of product and in kind has come in um, by way of Amazon and, and Target lists. Oh, that's that's awesome. 
That's awesome. Really inspiring. Um, you know, but looking forward, obviously, you want to, if you can attend Feeding Hope in May, that's May 18th, um, you can do that. And you can buy your tickets right at aafoodbank.org as well. And you can probably sponsor it, too. Oh, um, absolutely. So we are overwhelmed by the number of, of businesses that have supported us over the years who have stepped up either again this year or for the first time, whether as a, as a food uh, vendor and so providing in-kind food. Um, we ha- we have dozens uh, last year who did the same and, and are hopefully on track. So we'll have some delicious treats that are at no cost to the organization, as well as groups who are su- supporting the event um, from a monetary standpoint. And those Sponsorships do come with tickets to the event as as well as opportunities to promote um, your business, whether that by including the logo or getting the opportunity to speak at, at the event. Well, I think you take a look at the aafoodbank.org and look at all the businesses that are locally here that are supporting them, uh, whether it be on an event-by-event basis, whether it be by hosting a food drive, whether it be just corporate donations or, or whatnot, and support them. Okay, these are the people that are that are supporting our community and give them the support you can if you if, if you can. I, I think it's somewhat interesting with Crosby is that it's pretty selfless mm-hmm. uh, they're giving because mm-hmm. um, what they do is not something that you and, average, you and I yeah. are going to roll down there consumer. and say, hey, can, can yeah. I get a kit? You know, I'd like, I'd like to buy, you know, I, I'd like to buy some military marketing. From, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's the real spirit of giving when mm-hmm. you see these companies that are doing this. They're doing it out of the goodness of their hearts. I mean, I don't think they're uh, doing it just so they can get their logo on your website. I, I agree with you, John. Without a doubt, that's the case. And I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to Homestead Garden, who is hosting us um, there for our event for the second year in a row um, and have generously donated the space, um, tents, uh, chairs. All of those things cost money that we are saving and can direct back to our community members experiencing food insecurity. And so we're really grateful to Homestead Gardens for that. Well, I'll tell you, Brian and Pam up there just do a great job. And I mean, again, they're wonderful community supporters and uh, in any number of different ways, not just the food bank. It's, uh, you know, you've you've got the heavy hitters in the county, I think, that are behind you, which is awesome, which is awesome. But going forward, looking into the fall, I mean, look for food drives. I mean, the schools are going to be getting into their their food drives and their competitions and help them out when you can do that. Is the post office going to be doing their thing again this year? Fingers crossed. Um, We got late notification last year. And so there, we weren't able to raise as much buzz about that event. Um, The stamping out hunger event is typically, I think the first Saturday in May. So um, we're, we're we're getting close to that, Mm -hmm. that. And um, so I I have to check in to, to find out if we've heard any more, but I will make a plug for whether it's um, monetary donations or food drives, or just you know, dropping off food here at our Crownsville location over the summer because um, we see so many donations come in in the fall and we hope we continue to see them. But um, things start to really slow down in the spring and summer and uh, the need doesn't go away. So any monetary donations, any uh, individual food drives that, is, that a group would like to do, we welcome that because we need the food all year long. And if I don't know how to do a food drive, 
I mean, I, I can call you guys up or go to the website and you'll, you'll give me all the, yes. the ins and outs on how to do it for my, my community, my neighborhood, my church or whatever it may be. Food Drive 101. Yes, there is a section of our website about getting involved and specifically a subsection on um, f- food drives and commonly uh, requested items. There's even like a, 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 a flyer, a printable flyer, and you can add your own details. Um, so there, there's definitely that help for you and guidance and you can reach out to us at any time with other questions. Fantastic. And make sure you go to the Leadership Anne Arundel Food Drive. That's in October sometime. And uh, Lee and I are both sort of graduates of the Leadership Anne Arundel flagship program. And um, that's always a fun a fun morning with uh, collecting food, sweaters, and, and blood. blood. <laughs> and blood. Uh, no, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that combination would always go together, but it's, it's worked out nicely. And I think last year was the third year, if I'm not mistaken. And it was a really successful year for us. I know for our friends collecting sweaters too, and the uh, blood drive as well. It, it was a great event. Um, I think well over 2,500 pounds of food, maybe even closer to 3,000 yeah. for us. So I'm um, grateful to everyone who came out for that event. Well, and we'll make sure you get information on that. But for now, put the these dates on your calendar, May 18th at Homestead Gardens, 5.30 p.m. It's Feeding Hope. And that's a, a great opportunity to really see what the food bank does, uh, see the people that are making it all happen, uh, both from a, I'll say an employee, volunteer, uh, corporate aspect, get some great food, get some great drink in a great location. Uh, you want to make sure you keep your eye out for, you know, what's coming up, what's where you can donate and go online, and, and if you can donate some money, do that too, because I, it makes sense that the need doesn't stop, but everyone doesn't, you know, we're thinking about going to the beach in the summers, and, you know, and everything else is coming into our mind as opposed to winter when we typically think food is needed the most. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we're, we're just very grateful for any support people are able to provide. And summer is also a great time for families to come out and volunteer with uh, their children. Children over eight years of age are encouraged to, to come out, obviously, with uh, an adult uh, supervising. This is, um, not the, this is not the Anne Arundel County Food Bank and Daycare. Yes, exactly. But um, we really uh, think it's important for, for children to get involved and to have the opportunity to work alongside their their parents in our um, warehouse and so we've had a number of children come out and especially a lot of high school students who maybe need to get some some service hours and um, so you can find that information on our website too fantastic well i will see everybody that's listening on may 18th i hope you can get your tickets right now at aafoodbank.org i know i'll see you there on the 18th at homestead gardens and uh, thanks so much for the update oh thanks looking forward to seeing you on may 18th This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionannapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.